Hi everyone, Beth here. If you are struggling to find your homeschool vibe and are looking for ways to get your kids to get their schoolwork done, or ways for you to keep your sanity as a homeschool parent, or how to handle your many responsibilities while still feeling relaxed and loving homeschooling, then my book, Find Your Homeschool Vibe, might be just what you're looking for. In my book, I share how to shift your mindset to help you as the parent stay focused on the point of all of this, which is the love of learning. I also share some tried and true homeschool mom life hacks for every day. You can find the book in the show notes or by searching for Find Your Homeschool Vibe on Amazon. Back to the show. Hi, everyone. Before the episode begins, we just want to remind you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Look for Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. Remember, please, please, please rate and review on iTunes and Spotify, which helps the podcast get noticed by more people, which helps more homeschool families. Don't forget to check the show notes for other ways to support the podcast. Let's get the show started. Hello, hello. You're listening to Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm running solo again today. Um, So today we're just talking about homeschooling. And why? Why are you homeschooling? Oh my gosh, I see that question all the time. If you are on any of the homeschool, you know, Facebook groups or whatever, you probably see it a lot as well. It seems like people want to know, are they making the right choice? are there good reasons to homeschool or are we all just all a bunch of nutty, crazy people, which I mean, part of that's probably true, but why you're homeschooling? Why? I see that so much. And I think it's interesting to read people's answers and to see why they're homeschooling. And there are so many different reasons, obviously, but I thought it would be a good one to talk about today. Um, You know, there, there really are so many reasons Sometimes it's people's public school experience with other kids. It can be academics, boredom, lack of stimulation, just things. I remember being so tired when I was in public school and as a teenager, just exhausted. Things like peer pressure. There were so many reasons that we decided as a family that we were going to put our kids or that we were going to homeschool our kids and not put our kids in public school. So we actually decided that before we had kids. And I'm going to kind of tell you some of those reasons and see, you can see if some of those resonate with you. So first of all, how do you afford to homeschool? That is a huge one. And I will tell you that for us, it has been a gigantic financial sacrifice. I, worked in a regular job before. Um, I was a paralegal and a law office manager and I made pretty good money. My husband also worked. And so between the two of us, we were doing pretty good. Two incomes, we'd put some money away in savings, all of that. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're like, okay, we're actually going to make sure one of us is always home once we have kids. And that was very tricky. It was a big transition. For me, it was a little bit easier because I grew up super poor. So, eh, you know, I can figure out ways to make do. But it really has been a big financial sacrifice. And sometimes there's that, ugh, it's so hard to see that, you know, other people can do all these amazing things and there are things that we're not able to do. 
we do really do base our lifestyle on the choices that we want for our family. So throughout all this, we've, I mean, our, our oldest son is 20 years old. Throughout all of this, I have picked up random odd jobs. I've taught classes that were paid classes. I've done babysitting. I've helped with business paperwork at Beth's husband's company. And, and we really have budgeted our money every month because we want to make sure that we can continue homeschooling our kids, living the life that we want. And if that means us sacrificing financially, then that's what we will do to, in order to continue doing that. So with our budgeting, we all, you know, we almost always cook at home instead of eating out. And of course, growing up pair, uh, gro- growing up poor, I have lots of easy ways to stretch recipes to make them go further. So I do that in our cooking. We've made do with hand-me-downs. We go to thrift stores and garage sales. You know, we use secondhand without an issue. So there are a lot of things that we have done to try to make this life work for us. And some years have been harder than others, just depending on circumstances. But we make do and we're okay with it because it's worth it to us. So some of the other reasons that we homeschool are, I'm going to say some of the bad stuff first. We really did want to keep our kids away from things like things you're going to see in a lot of typical public schools and high schools. Drugs, vaping, smoking, drinking, bullying, sex, agendas being pushed on kids, school shootings. There are a lot of reasons that we didn't want our kids in public school. But we also homeschooled so that each of our kids could soar at their own pace. Each of them could find what they love to do. They could each excel in their own ways. They could learn on their own timeline. So I do have a daughter with autism. I do have a pretty typical kid. And then I do have a super high achieving kid. And so for each of them to be able to learn at the pace that worked well for them, it's invaluable. You know, I'm not telling them you can't learn this or you have to move forward with this even though you don't understand it. Instead, they're continuing to learn at whatever their level is, which is amazing. And part of the problem in public school is that when there are learning differences and people have to learn at different paces and different levels, a lot of times it is not only noticed, but it's pointed out and people are ridiculed because of it. You know, if a kid has to be in a special ed class or, you know, is integrated into the regular classroom, but they have to have an aide or whatever, there's a lot mental health wise, I think, that goes along with that. And it really can have a huge impact on the self-esteem of the kids. And so especially having a child with autism, which we didn't know we would have before we had kids and decided to homeschool, but it really has been very valuable In the fact that we're able to have all of our kids home and learn at their own paces, that has been very valuable to us. So it it also is very freeing, like allowing them the time they need to really learn and not just get pushed forward. It is very freeing. There is something to be said for sure for stepping out of that box and just not even noticing the box anymore. So another reason that we homeschool is so that our kids can learn real life Things like job skills, 
life skills, how to communicate effectively, how to stand up for their beliefs, how to treat others, how to manage a home and finances and cooking and cleaning and sewing and automobile maintenance, repair, all of those things. There's so many things to be learned. And if we're so busy focusing on just memorizing dates and passing tests and all of those things, we're missing out on a lot of other really valuable information that kids need. So the focusing on things that we want our kids to know become their before they become adults is important to us. Another reason is being the people that have the most influence in our kids' lives. So two of our kids are now adults, but knowing who their friends are, knowing who they're getting information from, knowing who is influencing them for good or for bad, that is very important to us. We wanted to be the biggest influence in our kids' lives during those formative years, not teachers who may have their own agenda or differing beliefs. And sometimes the issue, I don't care if people have differing beliefs, but the issue is sometimes that they want, sometimes people in power want to impart those beliefs on other people, not necessarily just share the beliefs so that people can make their own decision decisions, but to actually try to convert people into their way of thinking. And we didn't want that. We did expose our kids to all sorts of people and all sorts of beliefs and tons of different religions. And we actually had like World Religion Day so that our kids could learn about different things. But what we weren't looking for was for somebody to come in and say, we're going to change the way you think. And that's what I'm going to do in my capacity. And so we did not want that. We, we really wanted to be the biggest influence on our kids. We also didn't want other kids to be the biggest influence on our kids. That really is, I think, very tricky. When you are homeschooling, you know who your kids are hanging around with. You know who their influences are. You know who they're talking to. You know you know all of that. And in public school, that's not the case. And, you know, having gone to public school myself, I know for sure that's not the case. And honestly, one of the things that I've always felt like is we did not have our kids for other people to raise them. We had them so that we could raise them. And so for us, that has been just an amazing experience. And having all of this extra time with them is something I would never trade, even for all of the financial sacrifice and any struggles we've ever had. So another thing, another reason that we homeschool is that we've always been careful about what our kids are exposed to, what they watch, what they read, what they listen to. Obviously, it changes as they grow older, but it would have felt very counterintuitive to be careful about all of those influences for the first five years and then feel like, okay, you're ready, dude, like go off to school and not know what they're being exposed to, what they were hearing, what they were seeing or learning. And not again, not just from the teachers and adults, but from other kids as well. So for us, that was a big deal. Another reason is really just the freedom. Freedom from rigid schedules. Freedom to learn how we want, when we want, what we want. And we are kind of a quirky family. We tend to avoid places that are super crowded. And homeschooling gives us the freedom to vacation in off seasons so we can enjoy places without crowds because that is one of our priorities is travel. The freedom to shop when places aren't busy. 
the freedom to have a birthday party in the middle of a weekday when all the fun places are deserted and it's just us there, the freedom to really do what we want as a family. And honestly, just the freedom when we want to just say, hey, we're going to go do something else today. We can do that. It When people ask about, you know, oh, what's your schedule like? I'm like, well, we don't really have a quote unquote schedule because we really do what we want. And so that could look different every day. So I'm just going to share with you one of our recent opportunities that we had and how having the freedom to homeschool was instrumental in us being able to do this, but also how much learning takes place when you're not just stuck at home, according to a schedule. So recently, our oldest, he's a music major, he had the opportunity to go play a song at a music festival with his very favorite Christian metal band. I don't normally listen to Christian metal. I do listen to Christian music, but not Christian metal, but this is what my son likes. And the opportunity was not in our little town or our nearby city or anywhere in our state. It was actually four states away from us. And he told us about the opportunity. And we're like, number one, who gets to go play on stage with their favorite band? Like, that's just not really something that happens. So we were a little like, mm, are you sure they're going to let you do that? And he was like, no, they they really are. And so we're like, okay, well, obviously we will be there. We want to be there. We want to see what you're experiencing. We want to, you know, just have an opportunity to grow and learn with him and see him have such an amazing chance to do something that most people would never get the opportunity to do. But there wasn't ever a moment where I thought, well, we can't go watch him because we have school. You know, the considerations that I had were scheduling around or skipping some of our fun homeschool classes or our church activities making sure we had someone to care for our pets, but we didn't need to try to do school. There was air quotes there. While we traveled, we were going through several states we'd never been to. There's obviously a lot of learning that goes along with that. So as we're going, you know, we're looking stuff up. I'm sharing information. My husband's sharing information. We're going like, oh my gosh, that's blah, blah, blah. And going into it as our kids are learning, as we're just driving through, as we're stopping and learning more, I also didn't worry that, so I technically only have one school-aged child now. She's 13. I didn't worry that she would, quote unquote, fall behind. Instead, we were asking locals about things to do and see. We were researching information so that we could go check out these places. So while my son was at rehearsal one morning, the rest of us went and visited the Vulcan, which is the largest cast iron statue in the world. It's the God of Fire and Forge. And my kids were, my girls were more than happy to go. We roamed the beautiful grounds. We went to the museum. We learned about the city's history and the changes in Birmingham throughout the years. After we had been there for a few hours, we headed to 16th Street Baptist Church and the Freedom Trail in the park across the street. And I don't know if you have learned this in your homeschooling about 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama, but that was the place where the KKK had exploded a bomb and four little girls were killed. So on the Freedom Trail in the park across the street is where Martin Luther King marched. It's where so many just tragic things happened. 
so many inspiring things happen. It's right across the street from the Civil Rights Institute. And we we went through, we read, we listened, we talked, we researched more information. We talked to a bunch of locals. And then we wandered through that area trying to envision the things that had gone on. It was very sobering, as many, you know, many times those things are. But it was really important for my girls to be able to learn firsthand, you know, the things that had happened in our country. So after a while, we went and picked up our son from rehearsal. And then we went, you know, of course, use that opportunity to catch up with him. And we had Mediterranean food, which is, you know, its own learning experience. But then all of us went to the botanical gardens where we roamed for hours. We were reading all the different placards for the various flora and fauna. We were watching the koi and the turtles. We were just talking about all the amazing differences between the plants and the and the trees. Again, I was not worrying about, was my daughter falling behind? Did she need to go log in and do eight hours worth of classwork somewhere? So the next day, he had to be at the music festival for an early sound check. And then he was planning to stay all day to listen to the band's before he played with his band, which is called The Artificials. And that wouldn't be until 8 p.m. So we stayed to listen for a little bit and we learned about some of the different things that they were doing. And then we're like, okay, well, the other four of us are going to head out on an adventure. So we hiked a few, a few miles on a nature trail. We were in Birmingham, but we were winding up and around. And we were, I mean, the sounds of the city were completely blocked out. And all we saw was like gorgeous vines and lichen and moss and just like lush green everywhere. Again, I wasn't worrying that my daughter was falling behind or not learning during that time. And we ended up, as we were driving back to the music festival, there was like this beautiful pond in a big park. So we stopped and hiked there as well. Just so many amazing things. We got to the music festival and we listened for a bit. And seeing our son having this opportunity was amazing. All of us were so excited for him, but it was an amazing learning opportunity for all five of us. You know, traveling through and stopping in various states, meeting the band members of the Artificials, and we found out they actually are our homeschool family and they have their own homeschool journey. We learned so much. We would love to go back because it was the states that we traveled through were just gorgeous. And my daughter wasn't falling behind. She was busy learning instead. She learned about things that she wouldn't really have grasped just from reading about them in a workbook. She was experiencing them. We were having an amazing adventure as a family. We we're doing things that bring us closer. We were creating memories that will last a lifetime. So when people want to know why we homeschool, it's times like those. And there have been so many times like those over the past 20 years. I don't feel like we were meant to send our kids off to government schools when they're five years old so that they can learn what the government has decided they should learn for the next 13 years. I feel like we were meant to spend time together, to be a family, to learn together, to grow together. There's no falling behind there's no, you know, we have to sit and do school instead of being out experiencing life. We do do some school at home. Absolutely. But do we say that that is more important than us experiencing life together or not taking an opportunity 
to go, you know, be with our son on this, on this awesome, amazing adventure? Absolutely not. For my husband and I, school was not what we would hope for our kids. And we really knew that we could just do it better. And chances are you can do it better too. I think as parents, we know our kids so well in a way that nobody else does. And there is no way that that can be replicated by sending them off to school for 13 years. No way. There's nobody who loves your children more than you. There, Well, except God. But there's nobody who knows your children better and can tailor their education better. There is nobody. So if you're feeling worried about needing to find reasons to make sure that you're going to be okay homeschooling. You're going to be okay homeschooling. You can do this. Does it take effort? Yes. Is it worth it? Absolutely. So I think that about wraps up today's episode. But chime in. Like, tell us on our Facebook page, what is your why? Like, why do you homeschool? I'm always curious to read those answers and to find out why people chose to homeschool and how it's going for them. I'm in year 16, and I would definitely not change it for anything. We will continue this until our old, our youngest has graduated, and, you know, who knows from there, but it's definitely worth it. So, as always, thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening today. If you find value in our podcast and would like to support the show and help cover our monthly costs, we have several ways to do that. You can become a $3 a month supporter, shop our merchandise store or our show sponsors, and rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for your continued support of our show and for sharing it. Yes, thank you.